you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today. Cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals. Where homers on homers. Tutties on tutties. Got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the BSP podcast, baby. Check it out. Make sure you're watching on YouTube. See this beautiful Kelly Green Philadelphia Eagles t-shirt and this beautiful smile I got on my face because the Philadelphia Eagles take care of business like I told you they were against the Minnesota Vikings. 24-7, to an absolute all-around team victory for the Birds. Monday night, prime time, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call, Jalen Hurts slinging the rock to everybody. We'll get to the numbers in a little bit. And Kurt Cousins and Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Good one. Good one. You're still losers. Just like in the NFC Championship game, Philadelphia comes out and dominates the Minnesota Vikings. And I can't be happier. Wasn't it a bit of a sweat in the second half? Of course. But the reason why it was such a good team win is that seven points. It's that it's that 48 yards receiving. Six catches for Justin Jefferson. This guy's a stud. Best receiver in the league. He still is. Don't get me wrong. When covered by big play slay. One catch. That's it. Darius Slay. Two catches when he's covering. Justin Jefferson. Jay Jetta, as the kids like to call him on TikTok. Make sure you go. Follow me on TikTok at Brendan Petrilli. Subscribe to the podcast, too. Click the button. We're getting awesome viewerships coming back. Everybody's been coming back lately, but not all of you are subscribed. I know that. Only about 43% are, so make sure you click that button. Click the bell. Subscribe. I know everybody's coming back for the content. I hope you enjoyed I'm having a lot of fun with it, too. But make sure you press it so you know when I go live after every Eagles game now. Make sure you go subscribe to the Cold One Conversations also. Harry and I have a lot of unraveling to do Thursday morning. It's going to be an interesting one for sure with his Ravens. My birds, baby. I'm just happy that I get to be excited for once. Because, yeah, the Phillies, oh, man. We'll get to them in a little bit as they move closer to a playoff push here. But you just can't ignore this Eagles football team right now. They put the NFL on notice. Jalen Hurts has grown in front of our eyes, 
I said it in a bunch of group chats with my buddies and uncles and cousins. This is where men become, where boys become men. This is where Jalen Hurts goes and proves that he earns that C on his chest. He proves to be that franchise guy for the Eagles moving forward against a good Vikings team that's getting hyped up after taking down the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers the week before. And they came out and dominated them from the get-go, from the start. That offense, they couldn't do anything. I don't know what the Vikings were doing. They wanted Jalen Hurts to beat them with their arm, and that's what they got. Jalen had all the time in the world, move around. He looked calm, cool, collected. Here you go, Devontae. Here you go, AJ. Here you go, Dallas. Hey, Quez, sling it. 56-yard touchdown. Even Zach Pascal's getting some touches. Everybody was getting the ball. The Vikings picked their poison. They wanted to try to stop the run. They did at the very beginning. Jalen quietly got over 50 yards rushing. But, man, did he prove to everybody, to me, and to everybody in Philadelphia, what we've been asking that question, can you win a primetime game with your arm? Because that's what it's going to take moving forward to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's week two of the season. But this is what you need to see to be comfortable, to be confident in the playoffs. And damn sure did he do it. And my biggest thing after the game, right? No, let's keep going with the positives first. We'll get to a couple negatives on the other side of it here. But the biggest thing was that you came out 24 points in the first half. You threw up a goose egg in the second, right? But that's not a huge negative to me because you were able to move the ball very well. Sloppiness on the O-line, a lot of bad penalties where you're getting chunk plays and then bring it back. But the biggest takeaway was that this defense proved to you that they can stop a number one wide receiver. They can shut down a number one running back. And that's what they did. They held Cook. And what? Cook only had how many rushing yards here? 17 rushing yards. Thielen got 52 at the very end there where he only had his first uh, second target after the first interception by Avante Maddox in the second half. Jefferson only 48 yards. He held those three, all the two of them, Cook and Jefferson, under 70 yards. That's amazing. You made Kirk Cousins look like Kirk Cousins. And that's what the Eagles defense hasn't been able to do. They haven't been able to make mediocre, bad quarterbacks look bad. Three picks. Should have been a lot more. Jonathan Gannon dialing up blitzes at the right time. Getting that pressure. You only got, what, one, one and a half sacks on the day? But it was the pressure that got to him. Yeah, you saw a little bit in the third quarter there, that first drive that they were doing the bend but don't break. I hated that. Hated it because you're letting them get in a groove. And then once they got down within that 25-yard line area, getting close to the red zone, then they brought the guys back up. They're bumping them, bringing an extra blitzer, and Kirk Cousins had no idea what to do with it. Their offensive, well, their head coach had no idea what to do with it. And it was great at the very beginning of the game where they interviewed him uh, the Vikings head coach at the end of the first quarter, 
And they're like, oh, well, what do you think? You know, Justin Jefferson is only the start of the first, but what do you think can get him going? And he's just like, yeah, you know, they're, I guess they're going to be putting Slay on him with help over top. We weren't really expecting that, but that'll be a good matchup for Justin. Uh, for Justin. And, you know, I think he, Slay got away with a penalty at the beginning. He did. That P.I., uh, you know, maybe. They didn't call it. Holding his hand a little bit at the very first drive where he broke up the play for a first three and out. But once you saw him going to maybe they got away with one, you can see in his head that, he doesn't have it. He doesn't know what to do. You got to rely on throwing that out there. You're a head coach of a football team, an NFL football team. That's what we can do as fans is bitch about the plays and the penalties. As a head coach, you cannot do that. And when I heard him say that to start the second quarter, I'm like, let's go, boys. Get after him because this guy doesn't know how to stop. It was an awesome night. Best start you could have had. Coming out the gate, Link was rocking. Absolutely electric atmosphere. Man, well, it was a lot of fun. I hope everybody out there had a lot of fun too. We're going to be on a heck of a ride here moving throughout the rest of the season here. Starting 2-0. Got a week schedule moving up. Coming here now with DC. Might be feisty. Who knows? You never know with Carson Wentz. Should be able to take care of business in Jacksonville and the Cardinals and Dallas without without Dak getting a win this week, though. But this was a great sign from both sides of the ball. Jonathan Gannon needed to answer the questions after giving up 35 points to the Detroit Lions. Who might be better than we think? But being able to use guys in different ways, throwing lineback blitzers, wasn't a huge fan of the way they used Hassan Reddick tonight. But if that's my biggest complaint, I'll take that on the defensive side of the football. Because the DBs were flying all over the place. They were up in their face when they finally made that decision to play that way on defense. When they weren't doing that coverage, that what the Vikings were doing and allowing the Eagles to move the ball at will. But it was an absolutely awesome showing for pretty much everybody. Right? The offensive side of the ball, I mean, Jalen Hurts, man. I said it. Growing up in front of our eyes. Everybody's, we need Jalen to throw the ball. We need him to throw the ball. Saw that he was able to run. People are bitching all week. Can he throw? That's the way you're going to be able to win in the NFL and the playoffs this year, right? We need him to prove it. He came out and he did it. Vikings wanted him to do it, and he did. He threw it all over. Devontae Smith, no catches. Oh, my God, is he going to be a diva? 80 yards receiving, six catches. A.J. Brown, huge game, 150 yards, only 60 this week. That's all you needed from him. Picked up big plays when you needed them. Dallas Goddard, explosive over the middle, breaking a tackler to getting a couple extra yards. My lights are bothering my eyes. <laughs> what do you guys think of the setup, by the way? I think that I got a new ha- camera. It's 1080p now. I think I look a little bit better. A little red, you know, getting a little excited. Uh, Long weekend out playing some rugby. Shout out Blackthorn Rugby. We had a tough week one, but we played well. We got some things put together. But just like the Eagles, we put up a lot of points. And that's due to the confidence in Jalen. The confidence behind this running game and the weapons. Shane Steichen, Nick Sirianni, trusting their guys and letting them grow. Saying, yeah, it's okay if you make mistakes. 
but he didn't. He didn't make any mistakes. His first incomplete pass was that first one to Dallas Goddard, where he put it on a dime over three, two guys, and the one guy had to rip it out of Goddard's hand. An absolutely great game. But the best thing that I liked from this game from Jalen Hurts was post-game. They're interviewing him. Oh, what do you think of this big win for you guys moving forward throughout the rest of the season? What do you think? And he wasn't happy. You can tell the tone of his voice. He was not happy with that. Putting up zero points in the second half got to him because he knew that game should have been 50 to nothing or 50 to seven. You know, that defense was giving you the ball left and right back. They were moving it here and there. Then penalties would bring it back. They knew they were sloppy in the second half. They knew they should have just took it and smashed it down their throat. It shouldn't have had to worry about an interception, bringing it down to the to the 10 yard line, you know? A blocked field goal almost returned for a touchdown. There were so many opportunities in that second half for the Vikings to go and make a play and get back in that football game, but the Eagles defense didn't let it happen. And that's what can make this team special. Avante Maddox getting an awesome pick leaping in the air. Jordan Davis stuffing the run. Fletcher Cox getting in the backfield. Sending Kaiser White on blitzes. Untouched. Hassan Reddick was nearly close to like five different sacks. He was just missing it. But this team was flying all over the place. They had confidence. And then that can just really slingshot them throughout the rest of the year here. A lot of great things, and I'm sure there's going to be people bitching about a lot as you're listening to the radio throughout the week. Make sure you go follow at Cold One Conversations for a little bit more from me and Harry Heaps and the rest of the NFL action that happened this past week and week two. Make sure you subscribe to this BSP podcast, Cold One Conversations. Click the bell. Let us know. The viewers are pretty cool. It's awesome seeing how many views we've been getting at the start here. We've been growing, but we need, I need your help. And I'd appreciate it. Does a lot. If you just click that like, click the subscribe button, click the bell. Three clicks in three seconds. Help me out a lot. Shout out to the 215 Go Birds, baby, because it, man, it's gonna be exciting. Gonna be exciting. All right. I'll see everybody. Make sure you follow us Tuesday or Thursday for Cold One Conversations up with Harry Heaps and I. See you guys.